From the Lucha Podcast Network, this is the Mass Startup Podcast. The Mass Startup Podcast profiles the most talented creators, impactful entrepreneurs, and high-performing professionals with the purpose to drive insights, learnings, and tactics to help you build the things that you believe in. This podcast is sponsored by Sage Accounting. Sage gives entrepreneurs and small businesses the information, insights, and tools they need to succeed. Sign up for a 30-day trial to start using Sage Accounting in your business using the offer code SAGEMASH. Okay, so my name is Tando, and the work that I really do as a creative is around educating people about personal finance. And the reason I really do that is because of the whole idea behind financial independence and um, early retirement, which is an entirely different concept that we can go um through in a maybe even a different episode or later on in this in this episode. But that's really the core of why I do what I do is I really am trying to help as many people as I can realize the fact that financial independence is not an abstract concept. It's actually something that we can all achieve and the information is, is out there. And I just I'm just providing the information really in an accessible way. Yeah. And you know I was just mentioning on the other podcast that we recorded and then deleted that um, <laughs> the majority of South Africans don't really grow up in a situation where they have, you know, transparency and full conversations with their parents or even their family about money. Um, why do you think that is? And also, why do you think it was important that you did the work that you do? I think money is, money is a very touchy subject, you know, like you wouldn't tell anyone how much you earn. No, like people don't talk about stuff like that. People don't talk about how much they spend on their houses. They, we don't talk about these things, but we'll show each other the fact that you went on the vacation or you bought the house or you're doing all of these things that require a lot of money, but we'll never really know the numbers, right? So I think that, that's, that's the first barrier. The fact that you can see everything happening from an outside perspective and think that people have money. And I remember when I was growing up, um, the families around my family seemed to have money. But now that I'm older, I realize that actually, maybe they didn't actually have money um, when you look at things, things more closely. And in my family... What was very um, cool and interesting and something that has really kind of um, taken me up to the stage is my grandfather is very hardworking. So he really worked hard to build a business for himself, um, to actually support me and my sister and my grandmother as well. And 
he made a lot of money, um, but he also made a lot of a lot of mistakes. And I think the one thing that he was good at it was making the money, but when it came to keeping the money, that was a whole entirely different thing because thinking about the way I think about money now um, and the kind of income he was making when I was growing up, I would imagine that he would have made quite, quite, um, you'd, you'd be very, very wealthy at this point. But even though they're fine, um, there's also that gap of like, oh, this is what was possible, but we didn't reach that point because we just didn't have the information and the, the skills that we, we needed to do that. And that's why that this is why it's like so important for me is I know people can earn money. People make money all the time. People have the potential to make money. We see people making money from not even just their jobs. People start businesses. People make money off, off of social media. Like this is another thing. Like there's so many different ways that people are actually able to make an income now. But the question really is, are we going to keep that income or not? And I think that is the most important question that we need to be asking ourselves because that's how we build wealth and that's how you actually end up building generational wealth, which is a very big concept right now that people are very passionate about. Yeah, and what sort of mistakes have you seen creators, small businesses and startups sort of make in terms of managing their money better and being able to navigate that part of their business versus, say, the execution of the actual product or meeting clients' needs and stuff like that? I, especially for creators, I think um, when you start making the money, it can become a very exciting thing. You know, you're like, oh, wow, this brand is willing to work with me and pay me this amount of money for, for this piece of work. Or you're able to create a product that you're selling to your your community and you realize that you're making all of this money, right? And it, it can become very intoxicating um, to to get that money coming in, especially if you're really um, successful in, in what you're doing, right? But in that in that whirlwind of, of, of success and in really being able to monetize what you're doing, it can you you can really like lose sight of the bigger picture. And I say this in terms of what how are you actually using that to support your business because I think that is a mistake that I see a lot of a lot of people doing is they're making the money but they're not necessarily reinvesting it into their craft, into the value that they're adding to people. And that is that is a mistake I feel that really could um cost you in this especially if you're really trying to build something sustainable, something um long term. Yeah. Um, how do you think of how creators and small businesses can really start to um, look at investing the money that they actually earn and be able to build a sustainable runway um, for what they're trying to build as well? You know, the this is what I like about money, right, is the principles of money are basically the same. They apply across the board, whether we are talking about business finances or we're talking about personal finance or your little side hustle um, finances, it literally applies across the board. Like everyone needs a budget. That's why even the South African government has a budget, you know? And I think you'd really need to start with those principles of 
really keeping track of like your your expenses and really thinking about how you want to manage the money that you are that you are making. So taking the same principles that you would apply in your personal finances and actually applying them to your to your business can really make a very big impact because all you really need to do is to know what is happening and then you're able to actually map out what you're supposed to be doing next. Yeah, and you know, when you look at the landscape right now, um, there's a lot of um, different investment options and a lot of, you know, things going around that look like really great investments for whether it's creators or just like professionals. Um, how do you think about how people should um, assess what's right for them and what might not work um, in the long term? You've, you've really got to think about what you're doing as an individual and not necessarily keep um, focusing on what everyone else is doing. And when I say this, I mean, you need to have a goal, right? There's something that you're trying to achieve with, with what you're doing. So if your goal, for example, is to grow your YouTube channel and really go to a point where it is a very professional channel that is that has the number of subscribers that you're aiming for, the, the amount of engagement and the amount of value that you really want to add, then that is what you're supposed to, to focus on. So to really just look at everything that you're doing, choose the one thing that is the most important for you to focus your energy and your finances into. And that's where the reinvestment part would also come in. You start thinking about things like for YouTube channel. I keep talking about YouTube because that is my um, one of the platforms I'm, that I'm on. But in that space, you start thinking about, okay, cool, I've made this money. Then you reinvest it into maybe a camera, um, a microphone or or something that really helps your your channel to grow. And this is something that I've literally done from scratch because I started with my phone, but as I made um, a little bit of money, as, as time went on, I bought a camera and I, I bought all of these things and it is literally money that I reinvested into, into my craft. Do you think enough people think of that as being investment, right? Like... Um, buying new equipment, adding more things that can actually create better content and be able to scale the thing that you're doing as a creator. Um, do you think people are looking at that enough as an investment versus say, oh no, I'm going to take a, a, a bit of my money every month to invest in stocks or you know, um, Bitcoin or whatever it is. Um, do you think that mindset is there yet? Um, and if not, like, what do you think could change that? I think that's a that's a good question. And I think, firstly, you need to have that separation between your personal finances and your business finances, because those are two very different things. And I think that separation is very easy, especially if you are in a situation where maybe you are, you have your, your um you have the, your business that you're doing, but you're also working, right? So that separation is easy. You have your salary and then you have your side hustle income. And then if you are actually working full time on your craft, then it becomes an issue of you need to then determine that you're going to actually give yourself a certain amount as a, as a salary every single month. And why this is important is the way you're going to treat your personal finances is not going to be the exact same way as you treat your business finances because 
your personal finances are really about you and your world. Your business finances are about you, about, uh, about your business and growing that, right? So when I look at my business finances, I'm not thinking about, oh, I have to pay um, rent, right? I'm not thinking about, I have, to th- I, I have to pay for food and all of these things, which is something that you could be thinking about if you're working full-time on your craft. But if you have your salary um, that I mentioned, giving yourself a salary, then you already have that separation. But when you look at your business finances, you're really thinking about ways to use that money to make you more money. And that is literally what investing is. So when you're buying that camera, you're buying that microphone, or you're buying that software um, that you need, then you're actually investing into your business because those things will actually help you to not only grow the quality of of, of um, your craft, but also to grow the your audience because people want quality content. And that really does help you to reach more people and to get more people to actually listen to your message and add value to, to their lives. So it really is a long-term game. Um, you give in and your your craft grows and you end up making more income as a result. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think of like just, you know, this is part of the series that we're doing with Sage Accounting and just like the amazing team that's um, part of Sage that's, you know, empowered a bunch of creators to try and like disseminate really good information, like tools that actually help small businesses be better. Um how do you think of um, automation and integrating accounting services into your business? And how do you think that has an impact on how the businesses run and how the, the, the entrepreneur themselves can benefit from something like that? Mm. So automation is amazing. Like if you can automate something, automate it because it just makes it so much easier to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in order to um, to make sure everything is is in order. And what I really like about um, like automating like your business finances is because it really speaks to your processes as as a business, and that's a really a very big thing because if you don't have processes, then Certain things are just harder to do and things take longer, right? But if you're automating an an important aspect like your finances and using software like Sage and ensuring that you have that view of what is happening um, in terms of your money, the the income that you're expecting to be coming in for the next few months is incredibly important, especially if you want to be maybe looking forward and saying, okay, for the next six months, this is about the amount of money that I'm expecting to be coming in. This is what I'm planning to do and plan all of that, all of those things out and actually automate those invoices, those, those codes is, is so, is so incredibly like it just literally frees up so much time in your day instead of you having to do like manual work and gives you that, it gives you that time back. So, so that you can actually focus on things that will really build up your, your craft. I agree, definitely. Um, what do you think are the very simple things that um, entrepreneurs and small businesses can start doing um, on a daily basis to really reinvest everything they earn to be able to grow their businesses in a more conscious way, but also make them a lot more sustainable? Mm. Well, 
I think, first of all, before we even talk about the, the daily stuff, I think the first thing is the, is the budgeting. And I think that's basically the first step that, that you have to take. And then outside of that is really just keeping track of that and making sure that you are sticking to it and setting boundaries for yourself to say that um, if this card belongs, is, is this, if this bank card is a business bank card, you're not going to use it for personal expenses so that you don't have that crossover, right? And I think... It just having those good habits and cultivating them. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight as well, especially if it's you're in a situation where you've been mixing um, your finances, your personal finances with your business finances. It might be a little bit harder to untangle, but it is definitely possible. And so I think on a daily basis, businesses really need to be focusing on those habits, making sure that especially if you have someone um, taking care of your finances, making sure that person's also on the same page in terms of that being the goal. Um, and obviously automation, I think just automate as much as is possible. It will free up your time and time is money at the end of the day. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I think um, it's going to be really, really meaningful and like valuable for someone that really wants to understand how they can start, you know, investing back into their business, but also, learn a lot more about um, really managing their finances as well. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. This was awesome. <laughs> and thank you for deleting <laughs> Yes, I, I'm still recording. So you can tell everyone that you made me <laughs> like delete the entire episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but this was awesome. Thank you so much, Ash. access previous episodes of this podcast but also again access to other shows on our network please visit lucha.com